crazy to think you don't see a black man in pain. You see an angry nigga, not a black man, crying for change. And it's insane to think that time and time again, we have to use our rational brains to make sense of these irrational things with no change. How can there be? The people who rule the world don't look like you and me and clearly can't see the storm clouds of injustice and the burning rains of inequality, melting the flesh of the country built on the backs of the people they hate most. <laughs> it's crazy to think my skin color makes you cross the street. Not to mention how I dress or now your heart starts to beat. And the only time you're comfortable is when I'm under a cop's feet or better yet, his knee. <laughs> see? It's crazy to think that. The world hears an angry black man's cry. Meanwhile, in America, he still continues to die, and our women are screaming, and our children are asking why. So do you want to tell them? Or should I? Justin White, a black man's cry. She's a photographer and journalist, so we we collaborate. We've been collaborating a lot. So well, this is not a beauty podcast. I cannot help you no, with that. Not, <laughs> I, I have I have however been, been I have however been doing <laughs> weekly uh, beauty routines for myself, you know, to keep myself <laughs> young and vibrant. So <laughs> like what? Doing um, mask, face mask, yeah, like little face mask, you know, exfoliating my skin, my head, you know, deep Listen, conditioning my everyone, beard. Everyone, everyone needs to take care of themselves, no matter what like race gender whatever especially with this face it's mask take care of yourself yeah yeah face masks are nice what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast the misplaced american i am your host justin white i have a good friend of mine someone i used to work with a long long time ago <laughs> not that long ago uh she was one of the honestly i think one of the i, I think i met her at the bar no because you were you were coming to get coffee Mm -hmm. I met you before we started working together. Yeah, and you come and get coffee, and you start talking. I was like, "Oh my god, she's American!" But then she found out she's from Chirac. Don't <laughs> stop. Okay, no. Oh, uh, do you want to introduce yourself for that's, the people who don't know you? Hi, my name is Iman Ogundeko. I am a. What do I call myself? I don't know. I am currently studying in London. I am a beauty and lifestyle content creator, and yeah, I live here in London now, um, and what else would you like to know about me? I mean, well, we can get into more about you as we progress through the podcast, so yeah. I know I talked to you earlier, but you, you say you're doing good mentally, spiritually, physically, everything feeling, you know. I mean, with everything going on, it's it's been... It's been a struggle, like mentally, no, like I'm fine now. You know, right. I'm sure you, you can attest to this, like one second you're fine. And then another, like an, an hour later, you'll read something that's triggering and, you know, shut down feelings. Yeah. You get shut down. So right now it's been a challenge. Um, but overall I've been okay. Um, yeah. Just studying, trying to study right now. It's pretty much impossible because so your main purpose of being over here is being a student? Um, it wasn't my main purpose when I moved here. So oh. I left Chicago in 2016 and I left to do, I left basically to work at a company in Denmark, but it was kind of like a 
graduate scheme pro program, I guess. Right. Um, so I was living in Denmark for two years um, and a little bit of time in Amsterdam in between for the same company. Um, but that was a two year program. So after that was done, I had to figure out if I wanted to go back to Chicago or if I wanted to go somewhere else. Um, excuse me. And I ended up deciding to come to the UK because I have tons of family here. I am actually a dual citizen. My mom is British, so I'm half British on my mom's side. And yeah, it just made sense for me to move um, because it's easy for me to move here. And I didn't feel like going back to Chicago. I wasn't ready to go back to the States. And um, so yeah, so now I've been here for two years. I moved in 2018, the summer of 2018. So it will be two years Great. soon. Um, and I started working first. Well, I was unemployed for a few months and then I found a job and then I just wasn't happy with that job. And then I decided to go back to school, which was something that I had been thinking about for a while. Um, and then, yeah, I got into school and that's what I've been doing for the last, I don't know, 10 months, maybe. No, what, are you, that, eight months what are you, uh, what are you studying? If you don't mind asking, what are you studying? I'm studying brands, communication and culture at Goldsmiths in London. Above my head. <laughs> <laughs> You're also in school too, though, no? Well, yeah, I was. I, well, I'm taking a break, but I'm doing my master's for, uh, well, it originally was going to be for health education, but I'm taking a break, for, yeah. like, pub, like public health, but uh, I'm taking a break from that with everything going on. And yeah, I can't really focus on school right at the moment, <clears throat> but I can get into that yeah, uh, uh, afterwards. Uh, <laughs> so I guess, because so <laughs> we were talking before, you prefer living over, I guess, to us uh, as Americans overseas. Uh, would you say you prefer living overseas uh, rather than America or is it just something that you enjoy doing in the end game you kind of do want to go back to America um, I guess is the question I get a lot and to be honest I can't say if I enjoy it more living overseas it's always something that I wanted to do when I was younger I always envisioned that I would travel and I would live in different places and I grew up coming to England in the summers so I think that was kind of what got it started for me so it was always something super exciting to to go to England and see different places and different people um I do like living overseas I I do miss Chicago though I really do miss Chicago sometimes and I miss the state sometimes. I mean, the food over there is amazing. Yeah. You can't, the you cannot compare the food. Yeah, the convenience, like yeah, <laughs> the convenience. Like you can find literally everything over there. Um, but I do feel overseas, there's a lot less going on. I mean, there's there's issues with the UK, of course, but yeah. there's a lot going on in the states. Um, that's not that's not why I left, but. I guess when you leave and you then see it from like a bird's eye perspective, you really do see what's what's going on in the States and how many problems there are. And um, it is yeah. something that I've I've noticed. Well, I tell people a lot, my friends in the States, they come up to me and they're, they're like, oh, is it that bad in the UK? Or are you, you guys must be really rough in, in Europe if considering, you know, America's that bad. And I'm mm -hmm. like, it's in such an American way of thinking because yeah. I, I, I was like, you guys, like a lot of my friends have never left the states and i was like look you guys are looking mm -hmm. at it from like america's the best perspective and i was like uh, and a lot of stuff in the states like people in uk or europe don't even think about or care about and you know it's, so it's like uh whereas in america everyone, everyone's like right now i guess upset and rioting and uh, protesting uh and people are doing that 
everywhere in the world, as you can see. But yeah. everyone, but only people in America think it's like it's just them. Like all my, all, everyone's like, I can't believe this is going on in America. America's so screwed. And I'm like, well, guys, everyone everywhere is protesting, mm-hmm. and for for this cause. And yeah. but, but for some reason, Americans are like almost trying to like selfish. What's the word? I can't think of the word. Uh, own this protest. Like they're like they're trying to like I guess almost make it seem like it's all about America. And it's something mm-hmm. I've, I've been noticing about everyone that talks to me. And I tell everyone like looking look, looking from the outside in like we're a joke. Like it's it's it mm-hmm. honestly God seems like, like like people ask me though how do you feel about America and I'm like I almost don't want to talk about it because it just kind yeah. of seems like we we have one we have a president who considerably just oh just don't even get started on he he, he constantly uh, I won't even say his name he, yeah he just says things that was just I, it's almost like it's like do you have cue cards <laughs> are you are you following these cue cards like it's at a certain point you just read. And then you have a, a guy running for president who apparently, if you don't vote for him, you're not black. So <laughs> I'm not sure if you heard that story. I haven't heard that story. Are so talking about jo- Biden? Yeah, Joe Biden goes on, I think, the Breakfast Club or talks with a Charlemagne the God and mm-hmm. proceeds to, you know, say, you know, I've been in the hoods, you know, I've been to Wait, wait, Biden was on um the Breakfast Club. Yeah, he was either the Breakfast Club oh, or just wow. a single because I know Charlemagne the God does interviews with um right, right. leaders. And so he goes, he's, he's saying, he goes and like, you know, and you hear, and you hear Biden's like uh, advice, like Biden, like, yo, shut up, shut up, shut up. And he goes like, you know, I've been in the hoods, I've been to the ghettos, you know, I've been through prison reform. I've seen, you know, you guys struggle. And he's like, I'm gonna tell you something. If you, have, if you can't decide who to vote for, whether it's me or Trump, you, then you ain't black. For <laughs> 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 people don't. in the UK who don't know, Joe Biden is like an 80 year old white man. Uh, he was uh, Barack Obama's vice president, and mm-hmm. kind of just everyone made jokes and memes about him because he kind of always was in the background waving and showing support. <laughs> it's fine, but now it's like, it's like wow. So who do you choose from? Like the enemy you know or the enemy you don't know? <laughs> you know, it's like someone know, smiles, it's, smiles in your face and stabs you in the back. I don't. <laughs> it's hard, and then I don't know if you've been hearing, but there's a lot of um, sexual allegations against John, uh, Joe Biden as well, and that's another issue. I mean, of course, there's there's the same with with Trump. You know, yeah. he, like who do you choose? <laughs> like who do you pick from? <laughs> but I mean, the overt racism that Trump is uh, doing right now is just so. Needless ignored. to say, you've so you've seen the. Oh, been, it's hard to follow, I guess, if you're a student and constantly doing homework. But you're are you a bit more up to date with, I guess, current events in America, like what's going on, and like. How you like? Have you seen it? Yes and you... no. Yes, I mean, in terms of like the political economy, or in terms of like what the protests and just every, like everything, like the whole like I guess from the start of January, like you know, uh, to now, like it's people like constant like the the, the recent deaths, uh, Ahmad Arbery being shot, oh, yeah. being hunted yeah. and shot. Yeah. Uh, right. The young the young lady, I'm gonna find her name in a second. The young lady being uh, shot Taylor, her, no? shot Taylor being shot in her house uh, while, mm-hmm. while her husband or boyfriend. Uh, Mm. It gets sent to yeah, jail. Yeah. Sent to jail for defending his house for a wrongful raid. Uh, you know, have you? So you've seen these? And you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So I guess now that you had time to process it uh, calmly, or not calmly, time to process it. Can you talk about your, I guess, initial reaction rather than rather than like, and how how does that make you feel now? As like you've seen what's coming from it. I mean, initial reaction, of course, is just as anger. Is it's why does this keep happening? <laughs> Um, as well as just, yeah, sadness. Um, 
and just like outrage, especially with George, George Floyd. I think it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to, I still haven't been able to, to form well thought out sentences on, on how I feel, but it's just, it's terrible. Um, and I also don't know if you heard about the other one with the, the bird watcher and not that that ended in the death, but that was another one that happened oh, just the, before the, George Floyd died. The gentleman um, with lady, yeah. A- yeah, Amy Cooper and um, the guy, I forget his name, but his last name was also Cooper, which was interesting. But I think that, so that happened. No, at first it was, what was the first one? It was, was it Ahmad? Ahmad, I think it was Ahmad. Ahmad, Ahmad. He, he was, and then well, it was it, in the series of things that were reported, it was Ahmad, yeah. Yeah, so then it was Ahmad, it was Amy Cooper, and then it was George. So those all happened like very close together. So I think having all of that happen all at once was definitely, it was a lot and it still is a lot. But, yeah, um, like it hurts because, you know, like, yeah, it, you, you see, like you see it happen and you see the video and and everyone always knows, you know, you see a video, you only get the, the point where people will start, start recording. Right. Uh, but no matter what was said or done prior to these situations happening, the result never fits what, what should, or what could have happened other than, uh, unless someone's like physically abusing you, harming you, threatening to kill, like actually actively trying to kill you. There's no reason mm-hmm. for the, any of these results to have ended the way they have ended. No, um, of course not. Uh, with the bird watcher, I was, it, it, starting with that one uh yeah. it's it scared me because i thought about times where i you know i've been in situations where you know i've had someone threaten to call the police on me and and it's a scary thought because as a black man in america uh, you immediately mm-hmm. think like oh the police gonna come uh exactly i, I, I could i could be i could be shot <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, and because she said that she specifically said i'm gonna call and say there's a black man threatening me she knew exactly what she was doing that's like, yeah, just, like, yeah. like I, I, I did watch that video. I try to stay away from a lot of videos uh, just because I try yeah. to protect my, protect my energy, all that. But that video I watched, it, it, it kind of like rose my like anger a little bit. The, I saw the, I didn't see the video. I saw images of the Ahmaud Arbery, you know, him, uh, him yeah. running through the street. Uh, him, and there's more evidence on that, apparently. Apparently, uh, he was hit by one of the cars that was following. Uh, he was called racial slurs. Apparently, like, all this is coming out. I didn't out. know that. Yeah, this is this like I was just reading it this morning. That same day or beforehand? Mm-hmm. This was all okay. happening at the same time. He, he was hit by the car. Apparently, he was uh, called racial slurs. Uh, either I think it was either pro- right before they, he was shot. So it's like this wasn't just a get about. Like this wasn't a we're protecting the neighborhood. Uh, whatever they said they were doing, but um yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, I saw I saw that one. That one kind of uh, that one kind of hit hit me deep. Because uh, mm-hmm. I've been like being from someone being uh, an American, black American guy who's normally in places and areas, situations where I am the only black <laughs> guy in the room, mm-hmm. and or neighborhoods. I couldn't imagine like just going through a neighborhood and apparently he was looking through a abandoned house. Which, if anybody has ever been anywhere with a, with a abandoned house, I've been in abandoned houses before. I, I think it's cool. I think I'm like, oh, this is interesting. What are they doing? Yeah, of course. And apparently he was an electrician. Apparently he just finished electrician uh, training. So he could have, okay. in, in all possibility, I'm not speculating, he could have just been looking, trying to figure out like, oh, I just finished this. Let me see if I can like recognize anything. Yeah. But anyways, and then, and then it came back to like the, the uh, whoever owned the lands, like, oh, nothing was stolen. Nothing was broken. I checked, I checked everything. Like nothing mm-hmm. happened. So blatantly, it was literally just, he was unfamiliar face, an unfamiliar black face in a white neighborhood. 
and I've been there. So that, like that set heavy with me because I was like, this could have been me. I could have been walking, yeah. go, jogging through a predominantly white neighborhood and somebody thought I was doing something and decided yeah. to uh, play neighborhood watch and take you know my life into their own hands. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then you said the uh, Brianna Taylor. I mm-hmm. <laughs> didn't imagine like me sleep, me and my wife or girlfriend sleeping. And then all of a sudden someone just kicks down my door and I try to defend myself. And then I get arrested for defending my, myself and what am I late uh my yeah. wife or like <laughs> I know it's frustrating it's really frustrating um yeah I've I've been seeing a lot of videos too and I actually watched a video last night that showed before George Floyd was you know physically restrained on the ground and I mean he was not resisting at all at all you see the car is, I guess, pulled over. He was with friends, which I didn't realize he was with two people. And the police car came and I guess just asked them all to step out of the car, out of the vehicle. The two friends weren't handcuffed or anything. They just went to the side. And for some reason, I guess George was driving the car. Mm-hmm. Um, he became handcuffed. They put him on the ground. But he wasn't resisting at all. He was confused. You could see in his face, and he was like, "Why are you guys doing this?" As anyone would and be. And then, and then, and then they took him to the other side of the street, and then, the, and then the, the video ended where you could see they put him on the ground, and then that was that was it. But yeah, it's it's just hard to believe. Like, what what did he do for that to have happened? Especially when he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't resisting arrest. He wasn't, he was just confused. And the fact that his, this white officer put his knee on his neck for how long? Nine minutes? Yeah, I think it was like eight minutes, 46 seconds, something like that, they said. And he's restrained, like, can't do anything. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I guess as you being a, a younger Black woman, uh, and yeah. being, I, 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 I would call you culture. Uh, you've traveled the world. You, you've, you've traveled the world. You're pretty educated. I haven't uh, traveled the world yet. I've traveled to some places. I mean, you've, 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 you've essentially seen more than I want to say ninety percent of America. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, does that make you feel anything? Like other than like, obviously other than rage. Like what? what is, like what? What? Is, like what? What would be your initial? Like what was your initial reaction seeing all these <clears throat> unfold? Like almost like like a book, literally chapter after chapter another mm-hmm. uh wrongful death and may, uh, luckily the george floor situation is uh it looks like you know so this is going to come to a good result from for well, not a good uh, the result needs to be happening it needs to happen but everything else kind of seeming like nothing happens and then in, in pre- previously in the in, in previous years same thing happening where uh wrongful death wrongful arrest and then oh sorry yeah. about that and nothing happens like how does that as a as a young black educated female how does that make you feel like knowing that you're from this country and at any point in time if you go back you're no longer just a young black educated female you could be considered uh, a potential risk or a, a, a statistic yeah it makes me yeah it makes me feel really sad it makes me feel hope hopeless and frustrated um but i do want to preface that i am a mixed race black woman I am a lighter skinned black woman and I have the privilege of being that. And I know that that comes with its own experiences. Um, Cause that's 
that's one thing that I've been seeing a lot of is a lot of mixed race people speaking out and a lot of people commenting on that. Um, so I, I own that, I own that I have privilege and I know that I am seen as like the more acceptable version of a black person. Mm, okay. Um, so I know that I have different experiences from you and my dad and other black people, black women, but I've had my own experiences too. Um, I've all, I've been in rooms where I'm literally the only person of color, the only black person. I, you know, have had things said to me and all of that. So that's not to say I still don't feel anger towards everything going on. I feel so much anger, um, especially knowing it could be my family members. It could be my friends. It could be you. It could be anybody that we know that it's, you know, it's black. And it's it's yeah. funny to say that you can actually say, excuse me, without like hesitation. Like I, you know, I, I have the privilege of being uh, yeah. a, a more acceptable color in in the eyes yeah. of America, in the eyes of the world, because yeah. uh, the word privilege gets has been thrown around a lot more lately. And yeah. and it seems like I don't want I don't want to keep like race baiting and saying white, black, white, black, but a lot right. of people a lot of people have been like upset with the idea or or saying. Oh, like, oh, privilege is an insulting word. It's, a, it's basically you calling me the N-word. And all I could think in my head, like, the, the, it's like ringing through my head. I was like, imagine the privilege you have to have to be upset to be called privilege. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, imagine being told you have the upper hand in something and then someone, and, then someone, and you arguing with someone saying, no, I don't, as you look down on them and saying this. Like, yeah, it's because they're not aware. They're, they're literally not aware of their own privilege. And even me, it's taken until now you know even I, f I remember a few years ago i probably never even thought about the fact that i have privilege as a light-skinned black woman um i remember someone a black woman called me out on it she, well she was you know we were having a conversation and she was saying you look like the person that you know that you have light skin privilege and that was the first time i was like oh shit i do i do have light skin privilege and i need to own that and i need to say that but at the same time i'm still a black woman i'm still a person of color and when white people see me they see me as a black woman and a person of color um you know what this, this is something completely off a tangent this is something that i've actually never i don't think i've ever you know talked about because growing up in school there was not the, the, the funny you know high school light skin black light skin dark skin wars you know like light skin people look like this or dark skin people yeah you know those kind of jokes you think of drake and how he's yeah, talking yeah about you like... know and so and so it's like you know but in the black community that's it's almost it shouldn't be but it's almost an acceptable like you know joking thing to do Mm. But I never thought of it like um, in the world, uh, whereas like you could go, I, I get thinking about it, like it almost does seem like darker skin seems more threatening. So almost mm -hmm. like the darker your skin, the more threatening you are. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I never, <laughs> wow, I never, actually, I never actually thought of it that way. <laughs> like it's kind of blow my yeah. mind now because that's wild. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um. <laughs> You just kind of, kind of threw me on a tangent there. That's nice. So have you, uh, so have you seen? So you've obviously seen the response because you obviously live in London. So you obviously yeah. know what's going on in London. But this is yeah. like the response to George Floyd is happening everywhere in the world. Everywhere. And it, this could be because they just want attention. Uh, it could just be you know country people just saying things. But I genuinely believe, uh, just like you know Americans do, you know, pray for X country when something happens. Yeah. I, genu I genuinely believe other people are seeing like, wow. America's really messed up. 
And even, but in, so have you seen like those results? Like it's like Japan, yeah. Australia. I just, uh, uh, I just saw Japan uh, protesting yesterday and I was shocked because, you know, Asia has their own, their own mm-hmm. uh, history with black people. I mean, even now with coronavirus, how black people were treated in China is just despicable. But yeah, I've been seeing protests all over the world in all 50 states. We've had protests, which is mm-hmm. the first time in history, which Amazing. is incredible. Um, I think they said in 18 countries, um, but what did you say? You said that, yeah, I guess for the first time, everyone is speaking up, but also because not just to show support for the states and everything that's happening in the states, but because it's happening in their country too. And people are tired of it. People are saying in the UK, oh, that doesn't happen here. Like that's not us. No, it, it happens in the UK and we are tired of it now. And we're going to protest now because this happens to us. It happens all over the world and this has to stop. So I think it's amazing that now everyone is protesting um, because and calling each other out. Um, I've seen, I just saw the um, Hassan Minaj, is that his name? Hassan Minaj. Do you know the South Asian um, comedian who is, he talks about a lot of political things. He has a a Netflix show, forget what it's called, but he is, um, he's hilarious, but he, he uh, made a video talking about racism within South Asian and Asian cultures, calling, mm-hmm. like calling his cultures out, calling his cultures out for, you know, racism within their, their own cultures. Um, it, it, you should watch it. It's really good. What's it called? But, um, I'm going to look it up right now. His name is Hassan Minaj. I think that's how you say it. Okay. <laughs> um, it's on his Instagram um it's h-a-s-a-n-m-i-n-a-j something like this but um so yeah so yeah so i I will say the same i i i enjoy seeing all these people protest because because we like we talked about before previously uh when we used to work together uh, previous generations didn't discuss issues they just let issues happen and then when it went when it went away they pushed brushing on the rug and like all right on to the next one and it was it was easy for them because they didn't have social media they didn't have it constantly in your face they didn't have a phone constantly in their hands to see things whereas us we can't ignore stuff it's out there exactly and for for people to uh constantly say oh like get over it this this isn't uh this is just the media this isn't just the media like it's people are actually like non-reporters civilians are actually pulling their phones out and recording situations in the world and showing you, like, yeah. put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, this is happening in the world. And for, for people to constantly brush it off or say, oh, this isn't uh, this isn't representation of everyone, it's, it's, it, or this isn't something that's happening everywhere, it's unfair to the people who it is happening to. I, yeah. const- I constantly get the <clears throat> the argument, you know, it, everyone everyone matters, all lives matter, uh, this and that. Uh, and, it, yeah. and, and, so, and, and the hashtag starts to get popular because mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh yeah, all lives matter, all lives matter. And it takes away from the the issue of at that moment. I'm telling you, Black Lives Matter because Black lives are being uh, unjustly taken, accused, and, uh, and and ridiculed and blamed for things that you know they they technically just did not or have not done or or didn't deserve. And yeah. so, and so when you see the hashtag All Lives Matter, and then it's like a million people following it, and then all of a sudden you see like your coworker, your friends, your like your family, you know. Uh, following or hashtagging all lives matter it, it it's almost it, it it causes a divide which yeah 
which is almost is scary because again, back when our parents are were younger or gener your previous generations, <clears throat> they could simply just stay in their circle. You know, they didn't have to see or hear things. They could just something would happen, or you hear so and so got you know this happened so and so like oh my god it's so it's so bad let's pray and they get in the circle <laughs> pray and that was the end of it. Yeah. Whereas now we can say oh you have you heard it happened to so and so and you can Google it and then you'll see all the good and the bad responses. Mm -hmm. So we so our generation isn't allowed to. And it's not fair for people to tell our generations to know, ignore it, get over it. Because we can't just ignore and get over it. You have to have a phone now. There's no possible way you can make it through life without a phone. Like I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. And unless your <laughs> unless your job is like, I, I don't know. Unless your job is sleeping all day, you have to have a phone in your hand. And yeah. and for people to tell me constantly like, oh, maybe just take a break from your phone. And no I take mental breaks from social media. But you still yeah. see things like with your friends who text you still see things. Have you heard about so and so? Mm -hmm. So I, I love the fact that I'm seeing across the world, everyone's coming together. China can, or Japan or New Zealand can see that a black man was wrongfully killed and immediately just go into a protest because, yeah. and, then, and then they see that Trump or his supporters don't agree with our protest. So you know what they do? They protest more. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and it may, maybe they're protesting because they don't like Trump, which, <laughs> hey, just, <laughs> there are, know. there actually have been, I guess, anti-Trump protests but that has nothing to do i mean it does in a way but that's that's not what we're yeah, and i'm, I'm not blaming trump for the killing of innocent black lives that's, that's, that's something i'm doing i'm not a political this isn't a political podcast i'm not a political person um <laughs> but i, I don't yeah i don't get too much into trump but yeah but it's, it's just in general like I, I feel like you know it's such a positive it makes me happy and even living here i'm not sure if you even have, have, have had this yet I have so many friends like here, like I meet every single day, message me. And like, they're like, like, oh my God, I see what's going on in America. Are you okay? Like, I'm sorry this is happening. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry I haven't said much. I'm not very educated. I'm trying to learn. And it like, makes me want to cry. I'm, I'm like tearing up now thinking about it because I get so yeah. many messages every single day. My best friend, she oh messages me and she asks me, she's like, hey, I just want to make sure this okay. You know, like, uh, do you have anything you can yeah. read? Do you have anything you know? Uh, I had one friend recently tell me, she, she messaged me, she's like, hey, I, I posted something on Facebook. Can you tell me if it sounds offensive? Uh, one of my friends got kind of offended, and I'm not sure why. She's also, she lives in London, and it's about the mm -hmm. protest. Mm -hmm. And uh, how she worded it, I knew what she meant, because I know her. I knew what she meant, but mm -hmm. she responded out of immediate knee-jerk reaction, rather than, uh, yeah. uh, she, 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 so instead of uh, responding with empathy. or yeah, So it was like uh, along the lines of, excuse me, like, you know, she was like almost blaming the angry people for protesting and burning things down and rioting. Well, we've had a lot of people, a lot of people saying, saying that same thing. And so, but, and, and, and then at the end of it, it turned into, but uh, it was really sad to happen with George Floyd. I was like, hey, why don't you rearrange those words? Start, I was like, start yeah. that, yeah, exactly. Start, exactly. start with saying like, no, this is a really, what happened to George Floyd is unacceptable. Uh, and, and I understand the reason why people are upset and angry. And I'm ashamed that it, ha it has to come to the point of writing rather than blame people for their anger. Yeah. Writing. And it's just, yeah. and, I, and I told her, I was like, and, and I told anyone, any of my British uh, white friends who are afraid to speak up or say anything. But if you see something you don't agree with, take a second. Uh, you have to take a day. Don't post a knee-jerk reaction because you yeah. have people listening as like as and i'm speaking to white white people all across the world they're listening the world right now especially the black community is your black friends are you're under microscope right at this moment the with the sensitivity and the climate of everything going on you're under a microscope and it's not is it fair no 
but you are. So anything you say, whether it be good or bad, is going to be scrutinized. So before you post anything uh, because you're angry, think about how this is going to make someone else feel. Think about how angry someone else is about the thought of them losing their son, daughter, child, my wife, husband, and then post it or don't post it. And like I said, I'm not, but I'm not sure if anyone's messaged you asking you if, are you okay? Yeah, I've had people message me. Um, so I'm quite active on Instagram on my other account. I have another um, like beauty and lifestyle account that I post on. And I've been very, very active on that account, sharing things on stories and whatnot. Um, and I've had a lot of people, yeah, reach out to me, a lot of white friends, a lot of black friends mixed race friends um reach out as well um so it's it is really nice to see the, the effort is there it's just sad that it's taken this long um it's really sad that it's taken this long but, but you're happy they're trying or they're yeah, attempting yeah exactly um and something that's really interesting coming from like a i'm not an influencer but right. i i'm very active on instagram i create content um and right now there's a lot going on on instagram there's a lot of calling brands out there's a lot of calling people with big platforms out that aren't saying anything Mm -hmm. um there's just a lot a lot of conversations going on 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 instagram and yeah it's it's very interesting to see what's happening um a lot of big not even just big but a lot of black content creators influencers what have you are now getting an influx of white followers and it's it's a weird feeling i'm i'm experiencing it too i think i've had like 300 infl- uh, followers in the, in the last few days all white not all white but majority white and it's a weird feeling because it feels like they're overcompensating um but what? at the same time it's it's nice to have them there it's nice to see that they realize what's going on what's yeah. wrong what you have happening. the opportunity to educate some even if it's just one person you've now changed that one person's life and that one person can change a generation yeah. so yeah no. yeah so it's it's a lot um definitely have to take social media breaks because there is a lot of information going out it's like constantly having information in your face every second mm-hmm. seeing different things seeing videos seeing yeah it's a lot but it makes me happy to see that people are now coming together and fighting for you know, the humanization of black people, of the black community. And yeah, I, I don't know where this is going to go, but it's going somewhere. <laughs> do you think, uh, so I guess on that, what, what do you think would be like in your personal opinion, what do you think would be the next major like step, you know, to like control, kind of like not control, but have someone, I guess a focal point in America <clears throat> to make something make sense. Cause as of right now, it just kind of seems like not senseless, but it seems like a bit uh, derail, a bunch of like p- trains just go- going for full speed and it's like no direction. It's just the trains are just going full speed until they're gonna crash, like to both trains crash and everything in America is gonna fall apart. That's, that's kind of how I'm seeing it. It's like you have extremes on each side, just kind of re- reaching a point, reaching a boiling point and pretty soon this is gonna crash. Uh, so what would you say yeah. would be, in your opinion, the next, the big step to, to make America like, you know, all right, this is our focal point. We're going to funnel into this and then we're going to try to try to merge together. Oh, that's such a heavy question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get, we're getting hit on, on a Friday morning. Big, Let's do it. <laughs> a big question. 
I, I think it, I think one of the main things it comes down to is demilitarizing the police um, and just taking away all of that, not taking away all of their power, but taking away a lot of their power and a lot of their funding. I feel like that's a big issue that gets so much funding and so much power. Um, so I think that definitely is part of it. And voting, you know, we need to get these people out of office, the wrong people. We need to vote locally. We need to vote. We need to vote more competent leaders. Um, I think that's another part of it. And God, I don't know. I don't know what else. Um, I'm not super political, so I'm still learning about all this too. This isn't a political podcast. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, like by no means, my podcast is about traveling, <laughs> and meeting people, and doing new things. And but yeah. I, have, I have a platform, and I feel like I feel the need to use it responsibly. Yeah, uh, of course. That being, no matter how small or big it is, you need yeah. to speak out. But yeah, yeah, I I think for sure it comes down to um, how police have so much power. It's it's just it's too much. And it's you know something out of all my logical reasons, I'm thinking like, uh, what I could what what could be happening, what could happen, what can be done to help. I never thought of police power being one of them, honestly. I yeah. I never thought of that, and I and now I'm looking at it, and I've been seeing a lot of. I'm not sure if you follow it. A lot of state, I think two states have already, or two areas, have defund like taking million, taking millions from the police mm -hmm. and donated exactly. to organizations, yeah. or they've yeah. taken away, put they passed laws now saying like pretty much the police can be held account, like they're no longer being protected by the court, like they're right. They I mean that's what we're seeing now. All yeah. four policemen are being held accountable for George Floyd's murder. But um, I mean, I'm still learning about this and I'm still reading um, because I, like I said, I don't know a lot about politics, but I've been reading that the police force is highly, highly, highly funded and that just has to stop. Yeah, it just has to stop. I think um, one of my, um, no, go ahead. I, no, I was just gonna ask your opinion. <laughs> I think one of my bigger reasons, uh, well, one of my bigger, I think to me would be, uh, have someone like I said, like you said, a leader, but have someone that people trust, people know, uh, mm -hmm. and that has a a, a well-spoken voice, and that doesn't promote or like has an image of doesn't that doesn't promote hate or or violence. You know, have someone that is going to be there uh, that wants to bring people together, and like have that yeah. person has like, hey, I'm going to be your I'm going to be your voice. I'm going to be your your mouthpiece. You know, I'm going to speak I for the movement. Yeah, exactly. I think that's why voting locally, like making sure your local mm -hmm. leaders are are people that are are for the people. That's that's crucial because we have when we have a president like the one that we have. Yeah, there's not much you can do, but you need to have those like local leaders that that know what they're doing. And, this, and it, even like the the George, uh, the bad dog, mad dog Mattis, the guy, the secretary, the old secretary, previous secretary of defense. Uh, it, when he, who worked directly with Trump and everyone, everyone, anyone in the military knows, like, you know, this guy knows this stuff and he's a trustworthy person. When he talks badly against the leader of a country, the guy who he worked for, who gave him his job and he quit because he just yeah, could not handle uh, what he stood for. When he speaks out against, <laughs> like, he, when he says the president is causing a divide, like his, his whole sole purpose is to cause a divide. And he's like, he never in his life, he's has he ever seen a president mm -hmm. that willingly wants to cause a divide. Mm -hmm. Like when, when Piers Morgan, you know, Piers Morgan, he mm -hmm. is known for saying very controversial things. He's mm -hmm. even speaking out against what's happening and everything. I mean, we really need to just get these 
allies on our side, these white allies on our side and really just help us fight. You know, this is not our, this shouldn't be our struggle anymore. This shouldn't be our fight anymore. We need to have these people fighting for us, with us, just taking the lead because we can't do it on our own. It's, it's so, it is so refreshing though, seeing a lot previously before I, I used to see a lot of, uh, uh, of my white friends, friends, I use that word loosely, uh, <laughs> you know, Black Lives Matter, no, all lives matter, everyone matter, or like not yeah. protesting and not supporting. But lately, it's been like an influx, like, yeah. of just like, <laughs> everyone just like, nah, this is, this is messed up. Like, we're not agreeing with this, like, this isn't happening. And, you know, yeah. I, have, I have like, you know, white friends who message me, it's like, I'm going to a protest this weekend. I'm like, you know, good for you, you know? <laughs> like, like They are the ones that should be at the protest, you know yeah. what I mean? They should be at the protest. It shouldn't be just Black people. It should be more white people protesting, especially because right now with the pandemic, how the Black community is more affected by the coronavirus disease and everything. They're more at risk for putting themselves out in the protests. Um, don't, get so, me, don't get me started on, on, on that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't it, even know what to process right now. It's a pandemic. It's a revolution. <laughs> like, I've, We've forgotten about the pandemic, though. I mean, not really, but kind of. <laughs> it's you know, but you know what though? It's I don't want to say it's a it's a nice break, and nothing's nice about this. But it's it's this is a definitely a big distraction from the pandemic. Uh, yeah, and, and not a good distraction by no means, but it's no. it's, de- it's definitely a distraction. Uh, and, but it's almost it puts things in per, into perspective. If people people are willing to risk their lives and families' lives to go step march in the street and to t- to tell the world like we're not going to allow you to keep killing innocent people. Like that yeah. is what you, that, that's what you need. Like, I, yeah. I mean, and I don't condone wrong. I don't, I'm not condoning or, or I'm not damning uh, protests, riots, uh, looting. I, I'm not for or against either. Um, I understand their rage and mm-hmm. I support protest and I support people expressing their rage any way possible mm-hmm. that they can make themselves or make, make their message stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for people to want to just willingly just hold hands, lock arms in a, in a time where we got told to not even be near people, to 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 speak a message saying like, "Hey, I'm not gonna stand for you killing my cousins, killing my friends, killing my relatives," you know, this is it's a big thing in a in, in my lifetime. I've never seen something this big, you know. No, I, I talked to my parents. Yeah, I talked to my parents and my grandparents, and well, my grandma and my mom, and my dad, and they're fine. Like mentally, I was like, "Are you guys okay?" Like blah blah, isn't that? And they're fine. fine yeah. And I was like, "I'm like," and I asked why, and they're like, "You know, basically, they've been through this. <laughs> like, they've seen this before. Like, mm-hmm. this is nothing, nothing new under the sun." I was, what was it? Jim Crow. Jim Crow was li- not even sixty years ago. I know. 60, 70 years ago. Yeah. You know, like this is not, nothing new for grandparents and parents over over like fifty, sixty years old. No, they yeah. they they've seen segregated they, water fountain. Exactly. Yeah. They've, they've seen lived this all. through it. They've lived so through it. It makes me sad to know that they had that, you know, they went through everything they went through, water hoses, dogs, uh, lynchings, uh, wrongful accus- accusations, to see it all happen all over again. Almost like a full circle. But, you know, I, they're I know. they're better equipped mentally to deal with this than a generation of people who who grew Who've up never, to, yeah. Yeah, who grew up literally being cuddled cuddled and shielded from the world and all of a sudden now we're being thrown into this situation where i'm to, yeah. I, I'm, I'm essentially being told that my life that my life doesn't matter mm-hmm. 
the world yeah. away. <laughs> but yeah, uh, 2020 has been. Whew, 2020 said this is going to be the year that the world changes. <laughs> it started with and what? It started with like the fires and. Uh, it seems like so long ago. Was that this year? I thought that was last year. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know. Australia was on fire at the start of the year. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was the start of the year. It seems seems like years ago, but because of so much that happened, Kobe died. Oh, my God, I cried. Um, yeah, I cried. Lots and lots of stuff this year. year I don't want to get to too negativity. And I know you say you have schoolwork. (laughs) I know you have schoolwork and you're a busy adult. Uh, But I do hope, like I said, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, you're doing well. Um, and for th- you, of course, you <laughs> the same to you. Thank you for uh, taking your time out of your busy schedule to talk to, to, talk to me. Of course. Uh, hopefully, during, hopefully this lockdown is over soon. I'll come to London, hang out, get coffee, yeah. tea, whatever. Let's see, what, let's see what happens with with the lockdown. I feel like there's definitely going to be a second influx of what, what, virus what, of cases. I think they're going to lie about it because it, it, Boris, whatever his name is, didn't want to fire homeboy for... Having coronavirus, <laughs> then traveling across that's, the country. That's, that's another. That's another topic. <laughs> Again, not political, yeah. but that was funny. I'm not, <laughs> I swear, Boris is a supervillain. I watch him talk, and I'm like, I'm like, how do you can't be? watch him talk? I can't watch him talk. He just sounds so stupid. He, he, he legit sounds like a supervillain <laughs> telling you his scheme like the whole time, and then like when his little doctors beside him, they're like, he's like, you can't talk. I'm like, I'm like oh shoot, like, oh, are y'all okay? But uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, have a, I hope you guys have a good day. Everyone listening, uh, I'm going to ha- add her information on, on the on Instagram, for, for Instagram. Or I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if you have a YouTube or anything. But, I uh, don't it, have a YouTube, no. But, but yeah. I'll, I'll share my Instagram account with the other account that I have, which I'm more active on. Yeah, I will put that in the description box. Uh, she's very cool, very very informative inf- uh, individual. But <laughs> I'm everyone, trying. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> or, How about this? We can all learn together. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, But I hope everyone has a good day, night, afternoon. Be blessed and make good choices.